Okay, so what if she's the one who has the affair? Okay, guys, what if we told you that you could sit down and have a interaction, a live face-to-face, virtual face-to-face with Brandon, Ashland, or myself every single month? Ask the questions you want to hear, all those things. What if you could also submit questions to us uh, for a monthly Q&A? That'd be awesome. What would that be like for you? That's, uh, that's what people who are on our uh, Patreon site are experiencing are the live interactions every month with each of us. But there's also people who submit questions for the monthly Q&A. We also do videos through the week. Yeah, so I shared last night a little behind the scenes. Could be yep. prepping the our Patreon video for the week, yep. the Q&A deep dive, and then also the, the podcast. And then I shared how I made this last trip I took last week totally different by using self-care. Yeah. So there's all kinds little, of insights. A little behind the scenes. There's all kinds of real life experiences where we'll be coaching, Brandon will be in therapy, and we're like, wait, this would be a really good video for the week for Patreon. I gave Boom. three little simple um, tips to rebuild trust after you've broken it. So just simple things, but really, really helpful. Yeah. This is all what we do on our Patreon site. So if you haven't joined us there, love to have you. Patreon.com and search for the Betray the Addicted and the Expert. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once betrayed. I'm Kobe, the once addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade. Okay, let's go through a review. So this review is titled, Man, I'm Betrayed. I I have found your podcast to be a breath of fresh air and highly informative. It has really helped me to work through all of this betrayal. However, being betrayed as a man, I think, has its own dynamics, of course. Uh, He says, of course, I know it is all the same in the the name of betrayal, and I can easily insert myself into the references of a wife being betrayed. But there are certain things I deal with as a man that I don't think apply to women like the rage and desire to go after the affair partner in order to defend my pride and honor, that a man has stolen my most prized relationship, my wife, besides my relationship with Jesus. Thank you for the insight you share, but maybe the expert can address us as betrayed men. So Okay, I love this, and this is why we love your reviews. You guys can still, he still left a really nice a review, which right. you don't have to do that, but, but we, we appreciate, appreciate it. <laughs> so he did that, but then he also said, hey, this is something I'd love to hear. So he's also giving us some constructive criticism, which we're taking to heart today, and we're going to address it. Absolutely. And and you got to understand, so in the context of Ashton and Kobe, Kobe, you were the betrayer. Ashton, you were the betrayed. So we we speak in those terms all the time where she's the betrayed, he's the addict or uh, he, he struggles with addiction. He's the one who betrayed. Um, but that is not always the case. And um, women cheat as, all the time as well. And, and, and there's certain dynamics around that that are important to discuss. And uh, I, for one, can take some accountability and say, yes, I do generalize in that direction all the time. And really, I don't need to. Um, so let's talk about what if she is the one who betrayed. And 
um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna paint with a broad brush today a little bit, and and no no situation is the same as any other situation. Um, but we're gonna just break down some dynamics and things about um, her being the 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 cheater, her being the one who betrayed. So, um, Kobe, you were asking me some questions earlier about this. Do you want to just fire away and yeah, let's talk I, about it? I've got a, I guess, just a series of questions that. Um, once we put this topic on the table, and, and then the questions just start flowing to my to my mind. Um, and and for those of you who might be new listeners, just remember that part of the way we function here as the betrayed, the addicted, and the expert is to just throw a topic on the table and then we just run with with it. We we just go with our gut. There's nothing rehearsed. We just like shoot straight and here's what it is. So. Um, for me, some of the first one of the first questions was: Is Brandon, um, how many women? What percentage of of your clientele are the women who cheat versus the men? Yeah, and so I mostly I deal with sex addiction and pornography addiction, and there there are more men that are addicted to pornography than women, and and that leads to certain behaviors like sleeping with prostitutes and having affairs and, and things like that. And so um, from my practice and from what I work with, I do deal with more men who cheat on their wives. However, um, you would be really surprised at how many of these relationships, as, as, as we start breaking things down, we find out affairs from the other side. And I would say maybe one in four, one in five couples that I work with, the, the spouse has had an affair um, on her husband. So it's common, and and it's probably a lot more common than, than what I see day to day just because of what I deal with. I mean, like I was saying to you, it takes two to tango, right? Sure. So if there's men out there having affairs, then there's women out there having affairs as well. Right. So. Um, okay, so what are some of the reasons? And, and this, the, guys, I just wanna I ask that question, but it's like, duh, Kobe, like ask yourself, why did you cheat? But I, I want to know what are some of the reasons that you have observed for women cheating on their on their husbands? So, so whether they're married or not, like, like you said, there's all all the reasons, right? Like maybe she struggles with her own own her own addiction. It could be that. But what I see a lot of um, women. They want to be seen. They want to be validated. They want to know they're beautiful and that they're desired. And so, if they're in a marriage where it's just dead, it's you know that they, they they don't feel much from their spouse. Um, they fight a lot, or they don't even connect at all. And then they go to work, or they they find a friend on Facebook who who lights up a little bit when they get to interact with them and starts to tell them how wonderful they are, they start to soak that in, and that feels good. And, um, and, and at first it might seem innocent, like, well, I'm just, you know, chatting with this old friend that, on Facebook that I, whatever, and then it leads to, one thing leads to another, which leads to another, and a full-fledged affair can, can start. Um, so oftentimes it's, it's that they wanna be seen, they wanna be noticed, and they wanna feel valid in their life. Another thing is, and and this is for both men and women. They want some excitement. They want some arousal. Um, things are dead in their relationship, and um, there's a dopamine hit to a new relationship. And 
it, there's not just dopamine hits with sex itself, but the development of that relationship is exciting. And, you know, there even even little things like, oh, I'll check my phone to see if he's he's text me. And it gives you a little bit of excitement and in your life when your life feels really kind of dead. And, you know, if you've been home with kids all day long and your husband doesn't pay you any attention and but there's this guy who's 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 giving you a little bit of attention, you'll get that rush from that as well. It's super interesting. Um, My question, uh-huh. what if it does it happen? I'm sure it does. Maybe not so much, but when things seem OK and maybe that relationship doesn't feel dead, but they still go and they cheat. Yeah. So that does happen. And um, uh, for uh, that's a hard question to answer because it happens for a lot of different reasons. Um, she might be um, having a midlife crisis. So everything's good in her marriage and it's bumping along, but she just wants to go experiencing something new. Maybe, maybe she got married at a really young age and, um, you know, she's just going to explore some things. Um, but it, it, a lot of times what I see is the marriage isn't, isn't necessarily horrible. Um, it's okay. But when somebody can not just, not just, validate you and say, oh, you're important, but actually empathize with your feelings and, and feel with you, um, that, that feels really good when you're not getting, getting intimacy on that level. And so, you know, when you, when you start talking to a coworker and you're, they're talking about the stress of life or whatever, and it's like, oh, you get me, this feels good. Like somebody who actually gets me. And then you, you get to go home to your spouse where you have to work through all the hard stuff in life. But then you go back to work and you get to just kind of connect and empathize with each other on that level that can lead to affairs as well. That's super so. interesting. Um, okay. So Brennan, what are some of the, I guess, as we look at this, um, what are some of the thoughts, the reactions, the responses? Um, we, we heard one in this review that yeah. you read, but what are some of the typical responses from the betrayed, the, the men who are betrayed? Yeah, so, so men oftentimes react and respond different than women, but again, we're, we're painting with such a broad brush here is, yeah, sometimes a man wants to go beat up the affair partner. You know, their pride gets hurt, and it's like rage, and I'll, I'll go fix this and show them. Um, but all, there's all kinds of responses, things like, well, I deserve that. You know, I get it because I, I am a piece of crap. So you can respond in shame or not be boundaried of like, well, yeah, go ahead and do that because I deserve it. Um, that can happen. Is that unique? Is that response unique to men who are the betrayed versus the women who are the betrayed? Do you ever hear women say that? Yeah, I guess I, I deserve that. Um, what I see is when women are betrayed, they, they, like it really is personalized a lot of I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not sexual enough. I'm not, I'm not enough the for comparison. him and his uh-huh. sexuality. Um, where men do that, men will go there, um, but it's manifested more in anger and or shame of just, it's not that it's not that like I'm not attractive enough that that can happen, but it's like, um, it's just like, screw that, screw her. 
and, and that guy who did that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's, I deserve that. And, uh, you know, some men will, will play, play it cool. Like they're good with it. It's okay. Like whatever. Um, sometimes they'll retaliate, go have their own affair, um, because their partner had an affair and that's not that common, but it happens. So yeah, they respond in different ways, but, but rage and anger definitely is, is a way and, and betrayal trauma is similar across the board. Male, yeah, that female, was my next question. Broken trust um, manifests itself in a relationship, and it doesn't really matter your gender. So um, there's fear there, and and the fear leads to control, and and men go into the fear cycle after they've been betrayed as well, where where they want to know where their wife is, and they want to pay attention to things, and they want to hug and hover and 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 do all those things to try to control um, the situation. That's all common if you're a man and you've been betrayed as well. So. It's interesting because I'm thinking of our online course that we created, the From Shattered Trust, Trust to Thriving, to thriving Intimacy. intimacy. <laughs> we, we shortened it all the time that I'm like, actually, what is the name? <laughs> <laughs> um, we just called it Shattered to Thriving. So over at shatteredintothriving.com, um, it really can work for either side. Oh, no side. question it works the other way around. This, Absolutely. The method is still the same. Yes. Like the road to recovery is the same. It's just, hey, flip it and, and do things a little different. Well, and, and that's to, hmm. to, for his recovery from betrayal, a lot of the same commonalities are focus on yourself, um, understand what your boundaries are, and be able to live those boundaries as the betrayed person. Um, love yourself regardless and learn how to love yourself. Uh, know what recovery is and know what a trustworthy partner looks like and don't force them to be that, but observe, like look for that. Um, start to see if you can feel connection again in your relationship. Um, step, step away and don't, don't hover and don't control and don't force them to love you or rebuild trust with you. Um, so all of those, I could go on and on and on, but all of those same things apply if you're the man who's been betrayed. And, and you're absolutely right, Ashlyn. Our course would be very beneficial for if we were to flip it. Now, I got to warn you, I think in that course, we talk mostly about, as we talk, we're saying him and her in terms of... We know, tried to step away from it. We called him the indulgent or the That's betrayed. true. We did. We, we worked <laughs> we did to, our best. To, to step away from that. So and, and I think to that point of as far as the we use the term indulgent to describe the individual who uh, isn't a porn addict or even a sex addict, but just has this indulgent uh, moment that betrays their partner. I think that's a really important distinction to identify here. Well, uh, we did that episode a long time ago about labels. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think if we can move away from, you know, the addict just being the addict, but a person who has been indulgent or compulsive with their behavior. And, you know, when, when we, it's the way the English language works. We assign gender to, to some somebody that we're talking about. Right. But the fact of the matter is, is, um, uh, cheaters aren't just male and um, addicts aren't just male either, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so so I think it's important to distinguish that out and to realize I, a lot of a lot of what Ashlyn talks about on the podcast, a lot of what you talk about, Ashlyn, applies to that man who's thinking, oh my gosh, like 
my wife has been texting that 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 man like over and over and over again and um you know you can listen to ashlyn and you can get that validation that empathy through her experience even though you're a man right Mm -hmm. so this is just so interesting to me um because i'm just trying to connect the dots between what the similarities are between um you know the men who are the betrayed and the women who are the betrayed but i also want to know brandon and maybe you can speak to this is what does shame look like for the women who betray versus the shame um, of the of the men who betray? Uh, that's that's a good question. Again, we're talking about individuals here, right? So, and th- there's going to be everybody's situation going to be different. But yeah. is there is there a uh, a general um, you, you know, stereotype you know, that you with, can identify? With sexual addiction, um, with with sexual addiction, women definitely have. M- more shame around that. So owning it as a woman is really hard and really scary because women aren't supposed to be like sexual, right? A man, yeah, we get it, you know, he's that way, whatever. But me as a woman, I'm not supposed to be that way. Okay, so but let so, me ask this question though. Is there a is it, does it change as the woman um is is it is it different when a woman is uh maybe newly married or early in her marriage, maybe not have had kids yet, um, versus a mom who has, you know, four kids, been married for eight, 10, you know, years. Is there a difference that you would identify in how shame manifests for those, for those women? Uh, That's, that's, um, I think I'm going to answer, I'm not going to answer your question, but, but I'm going to answer the question this way. There's a difference as to the reasons why that woman is cheating. Okay. Um, early on in a relationship, why is she stepping outside that relationship? Um, and so soon, uh-huh. and there's probably a lack of integrity there, um, and a lack of, of honesty early on in the relationship where she doesn't want to be committed. Mm-hmm. Um, where later on in the relationship, and I'm not, I'm not excusing um, infidelity in any way. But later on in the relationship, it might be to a point where she's just tired and done and wants something new in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the shame that manifests really, I can't speak to women in general because it's individual. I, I've, I've seen people who have no shame about their affairs. Um, they can own it. They talk about it. In fact, I've seen people with, a lot of, with some pride about it even. And that's not healthy or good. Um, but owning it can be really, really hard and scary to talk about for anybody who's had an affair, right. man or woman. I'll tell you this from our little experience, you know, in the last three, four years that we've been public. Um, by the way, Kobe just had his five year. We don't count necessarily anymore. The only reason I knew is it f- popped up on Facebook. His sobriety was. I love, uh, by the way, I love his face right now because he's like, (laughs) what? WTF? Like, what what are you talking about? And the the reason I love that is because he's not white knuckling like, yes, I made it to five years. So now I'm now I now I have self-worth. (laughs) <laughs> because you haven't touched your penis in five years, right? <laughs> yeah. If no. you can only see the intensity of Brennan's face, you <laughs> describe that. Yeah. I love, I love the lack of intensity in your face about this five years. You could care less. Like, okay, yes. whatever. I love what it. What talking about? So uh, I get people who reach out to us on a daily ba- basis. They're, you know, sending direct messages on social media or emails, whatever. 
rarely do I hear from the woman who has betrayed. Yeah. I do. Right. I do hear from them, but I do think there is this, it's a different type of shame, just like it's different who, for a woman who's addicted to pornography, there is a different shame yeah, there. Yeah, I think so too. I think it runs a little deeper. Yeah, and yeah. I even look at it like gender roles that I place on people. Right. I do look and think, you know, as I'm trying not to be judgmental, but I, I naturally do. Well, well and it's right? interesting in, in us talking about this in the review that we read is we reinforce those gender roles. Yeah. When, when we speak about... The man being the, be, be, you know, the betrayer and this and that. Then it, it's kind of like, yeah, that's how it goes. And yeah. so that a woman so who different. has betrayed, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm really different. And yeah, I think there is a deeper level of shame there, Ash. And I think you're right. Yeah. So my question is this: he he's he's saying the guy that left this review, how do I show up in in the way that fits me? Um, uh, like we talked about already, he can do a lot of the same work that I've done. Right to find that place of healing with or without his spouse. Um, But are there certain resources that are specific towards men who are dealing with this? The first thing that I would say is to, um, you you need to grieve. So there's a grieving process that you go through and and the anger that you're feeling um, is part of the grieving process. So it's not a bad thing, but you need to be careful what you do with that anger. Um, And if you take it out on her or or go beat up the affair partner or whatever, then you're going to, you're going to cause yourself consequences that you don't want, but allow yourself to grieve. So allow yourself to go through the anger. Um, you're in to a new, f- to f- go through it, meaning to actually feel it, to sit in it, to experience those emotions. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, in, in our, Lean in our, into it. in our course, we go three hours into this process of grief in module one of our course and, and it's a process and there's skills and there's things you can do so that you can come out on the other end with some acceptance. Your, your, your relationship now that your wife has cheated on you is different and it's going to be different forever and it can be beautiful and it can be good. Um, but you need to allow yourself to feel and you need to allow yourself to, to grieve some. So that's the first thing. Um, and, and I say like, that's the first thing, like, yeah, check that off the list. No, <laughs> so that's a easy. process that <laughs> yeah. you go through over time. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next thing is you then, once you've come to that acceptance, then you can look at this and say, okay, how is this going to be a part of my story, my purpose, my mission in life? And what, what, what will this mean for me? And, and how will it bless my life? And then you can turn this trial and this hard thing into some purpose in your life and again this is down the road a ways um but really that can happen that's happened with you guys right um so so and there's a process with that so i'm not breaking down the little nitty-gritty parts to this but he um needs support if you're if you're alone and you're just totally alone in your pain right now you need support that's one of the first things you need boundaries you need to create safety for yourself right now um if she's still unhealthy if she's still lying if she's still in denial if she's still turning the tables and manipulating and gaslighting you then you need to be able to to take some space there and create some space for yourself so that you can start the healing process yeah okay so it's so uh, always interesting to me how Whenever I meet people who are in this new club, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, not new to us, but it's the worst club in the world. But welcome. The, we, bin, the bin betrayed club. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We love you. Um, <laughs> is that 
the behaviors are the same. So whether or not you're male or female, we're not taught these things, but the whole gaslighting. Oh, the, totally. It's, like, it's a crazy thing that we just do it. Totally. And so getting educated and learning about those things, no matter which side you're on, is important. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned support. And I know it's like, kind of heartbreaking to bring this up there's not a lot of no. uh, support groups for no. the men who have been betrayed um my response to that is come forward yeah we need we, we need more there would be more absolutely if there wasn't the people feeling alone and different and and isolating themselves feeling like well geez it's mostly the dudes who do this so i guess i'm just alone i i will get a betrayal trauma recovery group started for men um, if we have enough, come forward. I promise you. Yes. Right? See, there, and I there's love just that. not very many that will come forward and say, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with this and I need support and I need help. Mm -hmm. I think men oftentimes will internalize it and try to be tough and, and say, look, I got this on my own. I can do this. Like, I'm not going to open up to my feelings with other guys about how I feel about getting betrayed. Like men don't, men don't want to think that way. We're supposed to be tough and strong, right, Kobe? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that keeps you stuck in a healing process from moving forward. And, you know, if and you those wounds go with you, the hurt and the pain that you feel, it will go with you if into you don't, future relationships. If you don't if you face don't it, it and feel it. Yeah. Um, if you can't get a betrayal trauma group, um, you don't need to get support just from other men who have been betrayed. So just, just some of your best friends. Um, or family members that you trust. And there's a way to disclose things with your partner and a way to go about that that, that works. But, but you know what? Reach out. Um, call a friend. Cry to a friend. Talk to them. Um, help, get, get some help there. Have a shame partner like Ashlyn did. Yeah. That was one of the best things that you did. And, and I think that was really like a, like a foundational um, activity to grow your resilience to shame. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would. Yeah. Well, there's a lot that can be said on this topic, and uh, we, uh, but we, but we can't hit it all, of course. Um, I I want to end with saying this to those of you men who have been betrayed. That, and 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 this is what I have often said to the women who've been betrayed, but to the men who've been betrayed, this is not your fault. And it's not on you. And it's important that you allow that thought to just percolate on your mind because it's important for you to understand that just like it was not Ashlyn's fault. It's not your fault to endure either betrayal. Can, can I add one thing to that? To the women who have betrayed, and I, I just want you to know that you are accountable for the things that you have done. Um, but you are, are not beyond repair, and um, you've made mistakes, and those mistakes can, can lead to greener pastures for you as well, and, th and there is healing that can take place. Um, if you can get honest, if you can own it, um, just if you can work to be strong, you don't have to stay stuck in the shame of the things that you've done as well. Yeah, that shame can perpetuate more of the same more of the, the, the seeking excitement, more of the, um, the activities and the behavior that, that led to uh, the betrayal to begin with. And uh, I'd echo the same thing. 
if there's hope for me, there's hope for anybody. Uh, Absolutely. For, for healing. And uh, it's a tough road, but it's the road that you actually, it's, it's the road that you actually want because it's the road that will lead to who you really want to be. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Okay. So now's your chance. Reach out. Brandon offered it. Reach out to Therapy Utah. And yeah. maybe if there's enough of you, you'll get what you want. <laughs> I will set that group up. So <laughs> thanks guys for being here. I want to invite you guys over to our premium site where you get in-depth content and access to us. We answer questions there for you and you get interaction with like-minded people. To find that site, go ahead and click details and scroll to the bottom. You'll see the link to our Patreon site.